This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Presented by the Milwaukee Admirals. Visit them at milwaukeeadmirals.com. All right, welcome in. Sparky's Midday Madness here on 1250 AM. The fan, as you heard, big voice guy say there, presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Thanks to Milwaukee Admirals for being a part of the show. Broadcasting live from the Lakeland University Studios, leader in online education for more than 25 years, lakeland.edu. All right, so we talked about this weekend's games uh, during the Wendy's Big Show. And I kind of want to throw out a if-come-maybe, because I like if-come-maybes. I like, if this would have happened, how do you think this would have played out? If that would have happened, how do you think this would have played out, right? I like those type of things. It drives Gary crazy, I think, but I like doing them. So, we're going to do it right now. Nice, simple question for you uh, to consider, because a lot of what I've heard and seen on social media and on the radio Uh, goes around the idea that, well, Aaron Rodgers didn't have enough, right? Wide receivers aren't good enough. Tight end, not good enough. Didn't have enough. If you had had more weapons, they could have beat the Niners. That's what the problem was. You didn't have enough weapons. Seen a lot of that. And I've heard it as well on Sports Talk Radio in the area. So fine. Let's do if-come-maybe. I like if-come-maybes. Do you think that this Packers team would be playing in the Super Bowl had they got an OBJ instead of the Rams. Is it a one-player difference for the Packers? Does that one player, Odell Beckham Jr., that one wide receiver, would that have changed the fortune of this Packers team to be a Super Bowl team? Mind you, this Packers team did push all their chips in. Yeah. They went out and did what they had to do in the draft. They went and brought Cobb back for Aaron Rodgers. They picked up in-season guys one after another to try and come in here and help this team. They did everything they could to try and get it done. And they tried to get OBJ. They tried to get Odell Beckham Jr. They sure did. It was them and the Packers. Now, did they get him? Nope. Did they really have a shot at him? It doesn't appear so. It appears he wanted to live on the West Coast in Los Angeles and he wanted the warm weather and he wanted to play for that Rams team. And obviously the Rams wanted him because Von Miller was recruiting him 
trying to convince him to sign with the Rams uh, and play out in L.A. So I don't think it was really as much of a possibility maybe as we thought it was. But he's had an impact on the Rams. Now, does he have as much of an impact on the Rams if Robert Woods doesn't get hurt? Maybe not. Maybe the Rams are even more unstoppable if Robert Woods doesn't get hurt because then you have Woods, OBJ, and Cooper Cup and Higby who got hurt. And on Higby, they just had an update out update out here in the last hour that it's not it doesn't appear there'd be structural damage for Higby uh, who got hurt in that Rams game. Not sure if he'll be able to play in the Super Bowl or not, but avoided major structural damage, it sounds like. So that really would have helped that wide receiving core. Then the Rams get back Cam Akers to go with Sony Michelle for the playoff run and help out the running game. As Packers team had Aaron Jones, had A.J. Dillon, had a two running, two-headed running back attack, even though Dillon got hurt in that game, but they had a two-headed running back attack. They had their Cooper Cup and Devontae Adams. Had that guy too. Now they were no MBS, but they had their Devontae Adams. So go ahead, tell me. Let's let's talk about this. If they would have gotten OBJ instead of the Rams, do you think this Packers team is in the Super Bowl right now? Do you think we would be sitting here, what would be a green and gold Monday, because they would have played yesterday, talking about this Packers team in the Super Bowl? Do you think it was simply a one-player difference for the Green Bay Packers of not being in the Super Bowl? Or do you think there's more to it than just one player not being on this football team? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. You can also tweet us at 1250 AM, the fan. Area man tweets at 12.50 a.m. The fan based on 12's passing performance against the 49ers. No. Area man doesn't think it would have mattered. But see, let me counter with something. If you and I agree that the reason why Rodgers struggled was because he got tunnel vision with Devontae Adams. If we agree that was the issue, then based on that understanding, then we probably also agree that he simply did not trust Alan Lazard. He did not trust St. Brown. He simply did not trust his other wide receivers to make plays. So he focused only on Devontae Adams. That's why Lazard was ignored in the middle of the field, as we've talked about to death. Okay? Fine. Do we think he would have trusted OBJ? Do we think that he would have had as much trust in OBJ as he does in Devontae Adams? Because Matthew Stafford had to take OBJ in late in the game, try to figure out chemistry, get on the same page, and trust that OBJ would be where he was supposed to be when he was supposed to be there. And OBJ's had his drops now. Watched it. So he's had his 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 issues too, but never wavered. Going to throw you the ball. You're open. I'm throwing you the ball. Stafford has done that. Do we think Rodgers would have done the same thing? Do we think Rodgers would have continued to trust OBJ based on history in the league and how good he was prior versus Lazard, Cobb, and these other guys? I mean, think about it. Randall Cobb is his guy. He threw the ball to him once in that football game. One time. And Randall Cobb, again, he ain't going to go 80 yards on a score. He ain't going to do anything crazy like that. Security blanket, little guy right there, boom, throw me the ball. Completely ignored. It was about Aaron Jones out of the backfield and Devontae Adams. That's where it was. Could be offensive game plan, whatever. But if OBJ's on that team, does that whole thing change? They score more points. Do they end up in the Super Bowl? That's what we want to know. If OBJ was on the Packers and not the Rams at the end of this season, do you think it changes history and the Packers are in the Super Bowl? Mike the Painter, you're first up here on the Wendy's Big Show. What's up, Mike? Hey, Sparky. I do actually think that it would have changed the game plan. We would have had another wide receiver. But I really honestly believe if MVS wasn't injured, that we would have been in the Super Bowl too. So... 
I think we just needed that other weapon out on the field, somebody to take the top off of the defense. You think MVS would have had that big of an big of an yeah, impact? I, I think he would have. I think I think he is part of our offense that our scheme and we need, you know, to to open up those other things. We need those guys in place. And well, I think that's what was our problem. But OBJ would have given you the opportunity yes, to stretch the field, right? I, I, yes, he would have. If we he would have been there, I think we would be in the Super Bowl right now. But I still think if MVS is not injured, we'd be there. So, hmm. All right, thanks for the call. I'll be honest, when we put the topic together, I didn't even consider asking the question, if MVS is healthy, do they win it? Mainly because nobody's brought it up until Mike the Painter did it. Like, I, nobody's calling the big show all last week, five days of shows. Not one person called in and said, hey, MVS is healthy, they win that game. Not one person. Twitter, tweeting at Big Show Network, at Sparky Radio, during that Packer-Niner game, after that Packer-Niner game, nobody's brought it up. I think it's an excellent point. Nicely done by Mike the Painter. Maybe that would have been enough to change it up a little bit because we do know that Rodgers has shown in the past the tendency when he gets his mind made up of trying to get MVS the ball, which he has done in the past, then he's going to throw it up and try to let MVS make a play and go get it. Now we can say that we don't like that, but in previous years, in fairness to Rodgers, fans have complained that he doesn't, take risks. He doesn't take chances to give his receivers the opportunity to make a play on a ball. That if you're not open, he ain't throwing you the ball. He's not going to try and throw you open, nothing. That was a knock on him early on. Now, over the last couple of years, now he is going to throw the ball. I mean, Devontae Adams, double coverage, throws up you know, pretty much like a punt. It took so long for that ball to come down. All three guys jump up for it. So now, a little bit different. Now you got a DB running side-by-side with Devontae down the sidelines. He's still throwing the ball horribly, but he's still throwing the ball at that point. MVS, same type of deal. You know, he'll throw MVS on a go route regardless and hope and pray that MVS will beat that guy or I'll jump that guy to make that play. That is, dare I say, Brett-esque, Favre-esque, is kind of what Rodgers has turned into kind of being a little bit here. And I'm not totally against it. Like, I'm I'm fine with it uh, if that's what you want to do. It's just to me, if people are covered and you want to make that throw, fine. But if you've got a guy wide open with nobody within five yards of him, you got to throw to the guy that's wide open with nobody within five yards of him. At least that's, that's, that's what I think. I mean, you may disagree. Question is this. If the Packers had OBJ and not the Rams... Would the Packers be in a Super Bowl right now? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM. The fan. Young Express is coming. We talk about so much. It's continuing to grow. It's like to be a part of a Christian-based family-run company. How about a company that's been in business for over 30 years? They're currently looking to add company straight truck drivers. You've heard me talk about what a great company this is to work for. Now go and apply online. Now, again, all local work, no overnights. This is what's required. Minimum one year continuous straight truck driving experience, familiarity with DOT regulations, clean background, and driving record. What you can expect, 40 to 55 hours per week, Monday through Friday, no weekends. Big fan of that. 99% no-touch freight, all dock-to-dock, no home deliveries, health insurance, 401k with company match, no truck jumping, plus you get a new truck every four years, personal days and vacation days as well. Apply for the position at youngexpress.com. That's J-U-N-G express.com. Young Express, success, drives them. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fan want to cash in during the pro football playoffs. Try out giving props a free-to-play contest on betql.com. Every round of the playoffs, they'll post 10 props. Simply create an account and make your picks for a chance to win $2,000 weekly winnings. Plus, just by signing up, you've entered into a random grand prize drawing for $10,000. It started today at betql.com slash props. That's betql.com slash props. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, Adam Roberts, executive producer, other side of the glass, asking you, you think if OBJ was on the Packers and they would have gotten him instead of the Rams, you think the Packers would then be in the Super Bowl 
right now? That is the question we asked. Tweet at 1250 AM, the fan, or at uh, Sparky Football. It's up to, or Sparky Radio, not Sparky Football. Uh, Derek tweets at Sparky Radio. Yeah, I think so. Rodgers wouldn't have been so focused on Devontae Adams. Having said that, my buddy John texted me and said, OVJ wouldn't change anything. Not enough time for 12 to build enough trust in him. That is where I think this could have went. Where the chemistry, being where you're supposed to be, running a route exactly the way you want him to run the route, making a side adjustment and changing your route the way Rodgers is thinking for you to do it. Not the way you want to do it, the way he wants you to do it. That that's that would have been my only concern in this whole thing, as far as how those two would have gotten along, how they would have gotten on the same page. Now, of course, Rodgers could have went in and drawn a place in the sand in the dugout or in the huddle and said, yeah, I know what this play is, but OBJ, I just want you to do this on this play here, all right? And if they were in this coverage, I want you to do this. So he literally could have talked it through them, you know, each and every play, I guess, uh, going through the remainder of the season, possibly. Mike in Pewaukee, you're next here on Sparky's Midday Madness. Do you think this would have been a Super Bowl team had they gotten OBJ, Mike? Hey, Sparky. Yeah, I, I'm going to listen. Obviously, this is all conjecture because it didn't happen. That Correct. Way, but that, that's the point, and I get it. And so I'm going to say I'm going to lean towards yes. And I think, I think the reason is obvious. And the point you just brought up, you know, about the chemistry between him and Rodgers, it would have been an issue for sure. But at the end of the day, uh, OBJ has proven enough where Rodgers, like you said, could have just said, look, I understand you may not know the play exactly. You just get open and I'm going to look for you and get you the ball. And it really could be that simple because that's how good Aaron Rodgers is. And that's how good OBJ probably is. He's a good enough to get open, you know, more times than not. And I also think that the thing that I point to more than anything else is if you get OBJ, he automatically just automatically becomes your second best receiver, hands down, not even close, not even close. Even Robert Tunyon, I don't think, not even close. OBJ is a big-time receiver. He's made a lot of big-time catches in his career, maybe not always in postgame or, you know, uh, in, in the postseason, I should say, but he has, and he's done it. And, he, you know, yesterday watching that game, that's what I was thinking, man. If, I wasn't thinking, man, if we had OBJ, we'd be in the Super Bowl necessarily, but I thought to myself, this guy automatically makes the Packers better, in my opinion. I know he's had, you know, issues of, you know, maybe being a malcontent on certain teams and stuff. And But you know what? In this day and age, you, you just, you've got to take those chances sometimes. And I think, you know, a guy like MBS, would we have won with if he had been able to play? There's a good chance, yes, because he's the only guy that can spread the field. Even Devontae Adams can't do that. So, yeah, I think, you know, I understand the quandary the Packers were in. They they, they couldn't necessarily afford him, but I think they probably could have found a way to get him to come here. That's just what I think. And it's too bad because it's another opportunity lost. But like you said earlier, the Packers did do a lot in the offseason and during the season to make this team better. And I think they did, but injuries did finally catch up to this team. Well, Tunyon, too, you know, you brought up Tunyon there in passing, Mike, and nobody has mm -hmm. really talked about Tunyon and the impact he had on this offense down the stretch either. Yeah, yeah, he and he would have. Like, I say OBJ would have been better than him, and I, I think he would have because he's a wide receiver, not a tight end. But you're right, uh, uh, Tunyon is huge. He's he, Obviously, in the last couple of years, he's become one of the premier uh, tight ends in the league, and I think he still will be. And he would have absolutely been another option. And so, but like I said, the injuries caught up to us. Even the fact that you had Cobb for, for that game two weeks ago, he just, he wasn't himself. He'd been out too long, just like all the other guys that came back. It's just too bad. But, you know, the injuries, you can't really blame it on because all season we, we uh, stood, we weathered the storm with all the injuries. And I, you know, I think we all agree. Aaron Rodgers had a choke job. <laughs> He just did. Yeah, no question. But you could say the same thing about Patrick Mahomes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And and Patrick Mahomes is much younger. much He's probably got a, a heck of a lot more physical ability at this point. Uh, but, yeah, I agree. I yep. agree 100%. And that's the thing. Thanks for the call. Look, um, this is something that kind of goes with the territory when you are – a quarterback in the National Football League, but especially when you're a quarterback at the elite level. 
And we can sit here and go back and forth about whether it's fair or it's not fair. Fact of the matter is, this is how it is. So that doesn't even really matter if it's fair or not. But when you're an elite quarterback and you're up 21 to 3, you're expected to win the game in the second half. Like, that's just it. You're expected to win the game. Now, if that had been, say, Garoppolo up 21 to 3 in the second half and the Niners lost, okay. Then everybody's be like, oh, that's Jimmy G. What in that world did you think was going to happen? Like, did you really think that was going to It's not as viewed the same way. Even though Shanahan uh, is getting killed for not being able to score points in the fourth quarter. Now, again, he had Matt Ryan in Atlanta. They threw that away in the Super Bowl against the Patriots. And now these last couple of times with Garoppolo. Now, maybe this changes once Trey Lance becomes his quarterback, if Trey Lance is, is better uh, than what he's got right now in Garoppolo, which we don't know. We have to wait and see what he looks like for a full season, but maybe that eventually changes. So the coach will also get the pressure. But if you're a top quarterback and you score three points in a playoff game when you're at home after marching down the field and cutting up the other t- other defense like like knife through warm butter and you whoop, right down score seven and you're thinking, oh man, this is gonna be a- they're gonna roll this Niners team and you can only manage three the rest of the game and you're the MVP possibly, possibly four time MVP. Yeah, it's gonna come down on you and people that love you will. Come trotting out the things of why it didn't happen, why it didn't work. And I get that. That's all part of it. And I'm fine with that. But that's why I want to do the OBJ thing here. Because so many people believe that would have been a difference maker. And I'll be honest with you, I don't know. I I, I don't know if this would have been a, a difference maker or not for the Green Bay Packers. I honestly have no idea. Because I just don't know if he would have trusted him enough. Martinez tweets at Sparky Radio and at 1250 AM The Fan uh, talking about uh, this whole deal with Aaron Rodgers. The only problem on this team is Devontae Adams. The love fest that Rodgers has for Adams is ridiculous. No Adams, better Aaron Rodgers. Take away his blankie, says Martinez, tweeting at 1250 AM The Fan and at Sparky Radio. I really uh, struggle with saying you're better without the best offensive player on your team that's not a quarterback. That's just like, and I used to say it, I did when I was younger, Sterling Sharp's with Brett Favre. And when Brett Favre, when Sterling Sharp was done, I literally looked at my father and said, they're going to be better now because he won't force it. And they were. It, it made Brett grow as a quarterback. Because remember, he was young and green and trying to figure this whole thing out. Had a stud wide receiver, so he was throwing it to him come hell or high water because that was the best player on his team. Once he went aside, then what happened? Then there was no dominant guy. I should go back and look at that to see in Favre's tenure, who were those dominant receivers that got a ton of balls, um, a ton of targets. Because to me, if I remember correctly, correct me if I'm wrong, but he would spread the ball out with Freeman and Robert Brooks and Driver and these guys. The ball would get spread out more than obviously what it did with Rodgers and Devontae Adams here for the last four or five years. Significantly more than what Rodgers has done. And when we went back and looked during the big show at Jordy Nelson's numbers with Rodgers, his targets weren't like this. He had two years of 150 targets. He only had three years of his career where he was over 100 targets. Devontae Adams is, what, five years in, I believe, at over 100 targets since 2016? Totally different scenario here. He's become overly reliant on one player. And now, apparently, according to reports, wants $30 million a year, which many of you on social media have said absolutely not to. That is definitely not going uh, to happen in your mind. Gunslinger12 tweets at 1250 AM, the fan. Steve, why are you doing this? All you are doing are going to bring out the Goody-hating, no-weapon morons. OBJ flat-out said he's been asking for a trade to L.A. since he went to Cleveland. He loves McVay. He has a house in L.A., best friends with LeBron. Packers were never an option. And Gunslinger 12, I talked about that at the beginning of Sparky's Midday Madness, that realistically, they probably were never going to get him. They were in the conversation for sure. But realistically, that probably wasn't going to happen at the end of the day. But weren't you thinking it when you were watching that game? Didn't 
didn't it cross your mind at some point? Like, man, if you had been on that Packers team, this may have been different. Hey, no matter your favorite sport, the place to be for great food, fun, and playing your own favorite indoor games is Q Club of Wisconsin. And plenty of TVs to watch the games on while you play your favorite indoor games in their huge entertainment game room. I'm talking about bocce ball, foosball, table tennis, darts, pool, lots of pool tables. Man, it's the place to be. You will have a blast. And then you settle down and have some great food from loaded burgers, wraps, wings, plus their Wednesday and Friday fish fries piled up. Ha! With all the extras, visit their Facebook page or Q Club of WI.com for menu and weekend live entertainment updates. Q Club of Wisconsin, North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. Coming up next, I'd like to have a little bit of a conversation about websites and how you view sports websites nowadays. Those that have paywalls, those that don't have paywalls. Let's do that next here at Sparky's. Midday Madness. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fans, Steve Sparky, Fiverr with you as we broadcast live from the Lakeland University Studios, leader in online education for more than 25 years, lakeland.edu. And of course, Sparky's Midday Madness presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Affordable family fun. You'll have so much fun uh, at Panther Arena. Check them out, milwaukeeadmirals.com. I'd like to have a conversation about sports websites. And just in general, websites overall. Because I'm curious about something. And I want y'all to really help me understand how you are as a consumer to all this. So first off, let's start with TV. Okay? I have DirecTV. We all know this. Now, not only do I have DirecTV, but then I also have... Uh, the Paramount uh, app, because to watch you as men's soccer, like I did yesterday, y'all made fun of me for. So I have that to watch that, okay? I have Amazon Prime as well. And to be honest with you, I think I have Amazon Prime more so for the deals I can get buying merchandise on the Amazon site more than the actual videos that I watch or things I watch on Amazon Prime. Disney Plus, because there's a lot of good stuff on there that I enjoy because I'm a Disney freak, as we all know. Buy that too. And then Discovery Plus. That's a lot of damn stuff that I'm paying for on top of actual watching normal TV. Okay? So that's the TV side of things. Some of you, I know, don't believe in paying for cable, 
Don't believe in paying for direct TV and then decide, well, I'm going to subscribe to YouTube TV. Then a month or so ago, something happened with YouTube TV. They canceled a bunch of stuff and I watched people bail quickly. I mean, it was within like, I don't know, 24, 48 hours. I'm seeing all these people I follow online. Screw YouTube TV. I'm going back to cable. Screw YouTube TV. I'm going to direct TV. It's all over the place. So apparently a lot of you were doing that and had your fill of that and bailed on them. Fine. I've never had it. I don't know what the, the details of it. Then I hear, ah, that Valley Zap was better. I'd be able to watch more Bucks games. Well, y'all better buckle in for the Brewers because that's coming next. So you're getting mad about Bucks games. You're going to be really mad about Brewers games. My one buddy, he has it at his house, and that's how he watches it. Trying to get that app up and going on the Wi-Fi or whatever the case may be. Think about how much money you're spending on all your apps so you don't have to pay one bigger number on TV. So you've got three, four, five apps you're paying for your TV service. And you probably, if you added all of them up, you'd probably get pretty much about the same on the actual TV. That would be my guess, at least. I mean, I've got DirecTV. I still use these apps as well. Part of it is because i got a six-year-old that I have to entertain as well. That's part of it. But all of that money you're wasting, in my opinion, uh, on all this stuff. Like the Look, I, I don't know how much you'd have to spend for Spectrum or DirecTV and the package level that you'd have to spend to get Bally's Wisconsin. But whatever that number is, is that number so unattainable that if I got rid of these two apps but paid for this and didn't have to stress about not seeing the Brewers or not seeing the Bucks, that it's going to just break me at the end of the day? I mean, is that what it is, that the money is so much it's going to break you, or is it you just don't want to break off of your stance of not wanting to have to pay for cable or direct TV? Is it just a pride thing at this point? Because that's what it feels like to me. It feels like to me a lot of y'all – just don't want to pay for direct TV or cable or, or dish or whatever's out there nowadays. And y'all just are on your stance of, I want to say I'm a cord cutter, so I'm not going to spend the money. In the meantime, you certainly are going to complain about it 24-7 on social media every time y'all can't get a game to come in on the Bally's app. Drives me nuts. Yes, Adam, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, if you uh, that's one of those situations where you got to get one of those apps like Truebill or Bobby or Subby where you can track all your subscriptions. Because, no, I agree, when you count it up, I mean, you add up the Hulus and That's the Netflixes. One. And Hulu, I got that as a package with Disney Plus and then the ESPN. A lot thing. of people, they I think, did that in. also. Yeah. yeah. I don't even use Hulu. Never. I couldn't tell you the last time I used a stupid thing. And the only reason I did that package was, was to get the ESPN thing. Because then that got me into the ESPN Insider stuff. That all was part of it. So I was like, okay, well, good. Then fine. I'll, I'll package it. Spend a couple extra dollars a month. And then I can take care of the ESPN. Hulu, I swear to God. I... I couldn't tell you the last time our family ever even brought up the Hulu app in our house. Do you, uh, Steve, do you watch things on ESPN Plus? Like, are you a UFC nope. pay-per-view guy? Nope. No. Never watch it. Couldn't tell you the last. I don't believe I've ever watched anything on ESPN Plus either. It's about the only place now it seems like you can watch hockey. Okay, hockey. All okay. the hockey games are basically on ESPN Plus now. The NHL games? Yes. That was part of their package to get them on uh, through ESPN this season. Like, if you go on ESPN.com, all the NHL games, ESPN+, Plus, ESPN+, Plus, ESPN+. Because you know what's happening. If y'all haven't been paying attention, you ought to be, because this Troy Aikman thing now has been a thing over the weekend. So Amazon's coming, and they're going to have Thursday night football. So now if you want to watch Thursday night football, you're going to have to pay for Amazon Prime in order to watch Thursday night football live, right? So rumor has it that Al Michaels may be on the giddy-up over there, and Troy Aikman may be on the giddy-up with Al Michaels over there. And you may have Al Michaels and Troy Aikman maybe together as a new combo uh, on Thursday Night Football, possibly, or however this whole thing plays out. Because this is going to be like Fox. And I'm sure you all saw the Madden thing. But when Fox started, they wanted to spend all their money on getting the top talent that would attract people to make them special. Something that Monday Night Football and ESPN gave up on after Gruden. Ah, the hell with it. We'll just throw whoever in there. And they gave up. And now they got something special in the Manning brothers and are going to screw that all up and not put them just as being the team and, and calling it a day. Either way. So now and here comes Amazon. They are filthy loaded with money. We all know this. So now they're going to throw all this money at whoever could possibly be free agents. Aikman's a free agent and Al Michaels are both free agents. And Al Michaels flat out said, I don't know what I'm going to do. We're going to have to wait and see. 
and Aikman's kind of playing it down, and you're seeing that these guys, Joe Buck made mention of it. Uh, uh, Aaron Andrews, she's made mention of Troy Aikman and not wanting to see Troy Aikman leave. But Troy Aikman can't say, oh, yeah, no, I'm staying at Fox forever. No, no. Not, he's not going to do that. You get He gets one game a week either way, right? Well, possibly two now because of the Thursday night football thing. But he gets one game a week and they pay him, I don't know, say it's, they pay him double or that and a half of what he's making now. He's going to go to Amazon. And so is Al Michaels. And then you're going to get stuck in having to pay for an app. Even if you do have cable TV, you're going to have to pay for that app if you want to watch Thursday Night Football. And that's the National Football League saying, you're going to pay for it because you can't say no to the National Football League. We got you. We got you. They definitely got you. And that's what they're going to try and do because they believe the cord cutters have the power now more than those that are still paying for cable and direct TV. They believe the next generation, the younger kids, right, the 20s and the 30s or whatever else, they believe those people aren't going to subscribe to cable anymore, aren't going to subscribe to DirecTV anymore. They're only going to live on apps, and that's how this whole thing is going to play out. Maybe they're right. I'm pretty sure local TV is screwed forever if this happens. Um, but if that's how this plays, then so be it. Then they'll be right at the end of the day. Okay, so that's the TV side of things. I don't have a question. So I'm just going to rant here for a little bit. If you'd like to call in and participate, feel free. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Uh, they gave me an hour. And they call it madness. So you're getting a rant. Sorry. So that's that's the TV side of things. Okay. Then you have the newspaper side of things. Right? So newspapers start folding all over the country. Just one after another all over. Legendary, long-lasting newspapers shutting their doors and writers scrambling everywhere trying to find jobs. Some were able to stay in the industry. Others had to get out of the industry. Similar to what radio has become. Downsizing and changing and everything else. People losing gigs all over the place. Uh, and so many just getting out of the industry. So that's where we are with newspapers. So now it's, okay, well, so we cut down... Uh, how many people we're going to have? Go back. Adam's not going to remember this. But I remember back with the Journal Sentinel, you had, at one point, Dale Hoffman was a columnist. Michael Ballman was a columnist. D'Orlando Ledbetter was a columnist. Bob Wolfley was the media columnist. You had literally four columnists working for the paper at one point. Four. And you would look so for I would look so forward to reading the columns from all these different guys. Dale Hoffman was always must read for me. Love me some Dale Hoffman. Always. And now, poof, not much left. There's not much left. You still have writers and so forth. But now they took the paper price, they jacked that up. So if you don't want to have a subscription to the paper, you're going to pay through the nose in order to buy that newspaper at a gas station. That's one. Two, if I want to read the paper, you have to pay through a paywall in order to read the paper. Call me crazy. I don't understand the logic behind it. Been in media a long time. I don't get it. Like, I don't understand... The logic behind, we're going to have less readers because people aren't going to pay this or they're going to share their passwords with other people or whatever people do. So that's going to hurt us. But we're going to make money that will helpfully help overcome uh, the fewer amount of people reading our product to help us stay afloat. I think that's what it is of the reasoning of why they do it. But if you had more people going to your website that didn't have to pay reading your stuff and you had more clicks on your stuff... Wouldn't your sales, now again, if your sales department is really good, I, I understand, but wouldn't your sales department be able to sell that if we're all going there and clicking on your thing versus you telling me I have to pay for it and me going, I'm already paying for all this other extra crap that I don't need or want. Why should I have to pay for yours too now? Now again, they got me. I do this for a living. So I pay the Journal Sentinel my money to go read their stuff. The Athletic got me because again, at The Athletic now, they figured it out. And they're barely making money, and they just got sold. They've been in dire straits for a number of years, The Athletic. 
And they have a bunch of super ultra-talented writers all over the place on that, that website. It's unbelievable. But yet, not very profitable. Not like they were thinking it was going to be when this whole thing started. And now the New York Post is going to take a shot at trying to make it profitable. Again, I don't understand. You have all these writers and all these talented people. Why wouldn't you just let people open it up and be for be nothing and then gamble that people are going to come read your stuff for free and monetize through advertising the clicks you're going to get? I mean, you cannot expect a consumer to spend all of this money on all of these subscription services, all these paywalls. Like, that's just not reasonable. I just went over all the apps I got. So that money's burned and up into the air because of that. Now, in order to do my job, I got to spend more money in order to get through all these paywalls across the, across in order to watch or to read anything about sports. It's insanity. I don't know if anybody else thinks this is insanity, but to me, it's nuts. And it clicked over the weekend like, dude, how much money are you really spending in order just to watch sports, cover sports, and for your family to enjoy their entertainment that they want to have at home as well? It's stupid. I mean, it's really dumb, the amount of money that you have to spend now. Because literally, there's not many websites out there right now with the top insiders or whatever else that you're going to get for free. All these people are charging. You want content? You're going to pay for it. Okay, well, then I'm not paying for it because I'm not getting it. I'm just not going to just spend money on every single sports website to get all the insider information. It's just not, it's just not happening. You want to know why? Because there's social media. And eventually, or the radio, somebody that pays for it eventually is going to tweet out what you said. So, say the athletic. Ken Rosenthal, well, like that, he's no that that whole thing's a mess at MLB Network, but he's still at the Athletic. But Ken Rosenthal writes something. It happens all the time. If he writes something about the Brewers, somebody will screenshot the paragraph he wrote about the Brewers, boop, tweet it out. And that's how you lose when you have a paywall. You lose every time because the people that are paying for it are sharing it with everybody on social media. And those of us that don't want to pay for it don't have to because eventually we're going to see it. Either somebody on the radio will read it to us or somebody on social media will tweet it out and then you lose. You don't get any of that money because we can still get the same content without having to pay for it. I mean, that, that it just is what it is. Those of you that do not pay money to read Eric name on The Athletic, I'm sorry. I apologize. And I'm sure y'all have good reasons of why you don't. His content and his stuff is unbelievably world's good. It's so good. But there's plenty of you, I'm sure, that go, I'm not paying that much. I'm not paying to have that, sir. I'm not going to pay for that site. I get it. But in our case, as Bucks fans, like, that's must-read stuff. His stuff is unbelievable. That Giannis one-on-one he did the other day, so good. Now he's got a DiVincenzo piece up. So many people miss out on it because they don't want to pay. And even though it's not a lot of money, but when you start adding up five, six, seven, eight of these things... Like I said, if it's really important and it's really insider tippy thing, insider news on your favorite team, somebody's going to put it out there. TV, radio, somebody on social media will just take it and tweet it out as their own. Oh, Ken Rosenthal said this about the Brewers and the Athletic. Boom. And now you didn't pay any money and you get the same information for free. And then the Athletic struggles to make money and stay afloat. Crazy. All right, Rami Makhlouf, The Rami Show, comes up next. Uh, Stay tuned. He's actually here, and I'll quit yelling. Sparky's Midday Madness presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals here on 1250 AM. The Fan, thanks for tuning in to Madness today. Don't forget tomorrow, Wendy's Big Show, Ross Tucker, Odyssey NFL Insider, Westwood One Radio Analyst will join us, as always, at 1035 on the Wendy's Big Show. Apologize for the rant that I just had there in the last segment, but this is all just mounting, and I've had my fill of all of it. Uh, Rami Makhlouf is here for the Rami show coming up next. How are we doing, Rami? Were you just lamenting the, uh, slow death of journalism before the break there? I was lamenting paid apps and I'm sick of them. How you have to have five or six apps for TV. You have to have four or five apps in order to read a sports article and have any type of insider information from anything and just all of this stuff and how 
I don't understand. I mean, the Athletic has almost folded multiple times, and they barely made any money last year, and the New York Post took them. Now, what changes they're going to make to make more money, I don't know. But to me, I struggle with the whole, if it's free, and I can go and click on and read Eric's name every single day, or I can go click and read whoever every single day without a paywall, or Rosenthal, or whoever in baseball season— I'm more likely to do that versus paying the money per month. Why? No, why? Yeah, you're not going to get Eric Name's entire article for free. You're not going to get no, everything. No, no, no. What Eric I'm saying Name is writes. that they don't charge. Right. I'm saying is that Athletic says we're not charging. We're mm-hmm. opening up the site. It's free, and we're going to try and sell it. The reason why I think they do it this way is because then they don't have to rely on their sales department in order to make as much money to cover the cost of what they've got to pay all these guys in order to write for them. That's part of it. But I think probably, I don't know, a third of the people that they could have aren't willing to spend the money because they're spending money on TV apps and they're spending money on their local newspaper app in order to read that stuff. And you lose out on so many people that aren't willing to spend the money. And as I said in the last segment, Eric's name stuff is so, so good. And so many people don't read it because they don't want to spend the money for that for that thing. Ken Rosenthal is so, so good. We all know it. You've got guys on from The Athletic all the time. Mm-hmm. Really good, talented writers. So many people don't get it because they don't want to spend the money for it. Or ESPN Insider. There's good stuff on ESPN Insider, too. People don't spend the money on that, and they're not going to. You want to know why? Because maybe you got a password you can share with me, or somebody's going to read it on the radio, or somebody will take a screenshot of what I need to see from Ken Rosenthal about the Brewers and tweet it out, and then I can read it from that perspective without having to read the whole thing and spend the money. Like, they're not winning on this deal. I just don't think they're winning having all these paywalls up all over the internet i think they're costing themselves a lot of eyeballs i don't know if they're i don't know if they're i'm not smart enough a businessman to know their model and whether or not they're winning well you can just look not, at their numbers they're or not whether winning. or not it's i mean a lot of businesses lose money in the first few years before they become profitable that's that's okay not, so, fair point but what i think they're trying to do is a better quality of journalism and i think you do get Athletics, a better amazing. i think you do better get get a better quality of journalism when it's subscriber funded rather than advertiser funded i don't know what there become all there becomes all sorts of conflicting interests and different agendas once you invite advertisers to be your employers and an old saying is if if, well, look at Kevin Rosenthal he's out of MLB network cuz he went after Manfred if you're not paying for a product then you are the product so, in other words, they're selling you to advertisers and listeners aren't being sold to advertisers. Sure, they are. When when we sell advertising, we're saying you're going to reach this many people. Oh, sure, right. Yeah. Well, the athletics should do the same thing then, based on clicks. You're going to get the clicks if you're that good. Like that, that to me, that's what doesn't make any sense. Like if if you had a you know a bunch of guys that were fresh out of college and nobody knew who they were, okay, fine, maybe you won't get the clicks. But they've got all the reputable name guys in the industry. On all corners of the industry, people would go there on a daily basis, maybe multiple times a day, to read their stuff if it was open. And and I'm not just picking on The Athletic, because you can say the same thing about the journal. All these local mm-hmm. newspapers all have paywalls up mm-hmm. as well, right? Yeah, and because then, you used to have to pay to get the paper. Right. And then, oh, you can still pay to get the paper yeah, now. I know. Have you know, bought a I'm newspaper saying, recently yeah. at the gas station? No, I haven't. But. Yeah, okay. It's way more expensive than it was when we were growing sure. up. I promise you. Inflation. And the same thing with all these apps. Same thing. I mean- I, I don't know. It drives me nuts. The whole thing. I, I'm frustrated. Uh, I'm spending as much money as I am. I know not everybody board. can afford it, but drives if you can, I, I would rather they stay ad-free. Drives me nuts. I, I can't stand me any personally. Of it. Drives me nuts. I get what you're saying, but I would rather right. they stay ad-free and do the do the good work that they're doing. Sure. That's me. Okay, so what do you got? Coming up on the show today, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. I was watching the playoffs over the weekend, championship weekend, as I'm sure a lot of people were. And this thought was bouncing around in my head, and then I saw Ken Ingles tweet something comparing the two. Would you prefer the Packers or the Rams all-in model? Oh, I saw the comparison. Um, I mean, they're done slightly different ways. You're trading mm-hmm. first-round draft picks and not caring about the draft as much with the Rams, even though Les Snead will argue with you that he does care about the draft. Mm-hmm. I, I don't believe him. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, one way worked this time. Sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know my answer to that question. Okay. All right. 
I'm glad you have a take. I'll uh, listen to you and see if you can sway me one way or the other. I will sway you. I mean, one I way saw Ingles' tweet. Yeah, I read it and I was like, oh, that's a good point. Never really thought about it, and then I, I kind of moved on. But it, it's good because I don't always have to have a take. That's why people listen to you. <laughs> you help formulate people's opinions on well, the good. radio. I hope so. If you have a strong take, I, I mean, I, I don't. If that was my topic, and I said, yeah, but I don't. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm one way or the other. It doesn't really matter. I hope to me. I sway people's opinions, yeah. but I keep telling people about Josh Allen. They don't want to listen. At 3:30, we'll play. That's uh, not a good one. Everybody's use. favorite game on the Rami Show: Big Deal or No Big Deal. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, the Bucks' big three losing and questioning Coach Bud's strategy: Big no, Deal or No Big Deal? No big deal. All right. I don't care. Okay, I knew you were going to say that. I mean, look, I, we talked about this a little bit on the Big Show, mm-hmm. and I've said it before. You're not winning a championship more than likely without Brooke Lopez. And that it was even more evident last night and has been every time they lose. Number two, the other issue that they have currently is they need better offensive scoring from their bench that they're not getting any of. Remember, everybody was all hot on Pat Connaughton in December. Oh, Betsy, oh, he's so good. I'm so glad they gave him all that extra money that you need to give him. Oh, he's the best. He's the best. Maybe we should extend him. Oh, Betsy. Guess what? He's back to normal. Um, so that that's out the window. DiVincenzo hasn't looked the hasn't looked good since dude, he's come back. What happened to him? Not the same guy. His stole his but, soul. Dude, stolen he's out been out forever, man. It's gonna take a while if he's gonna get back. So he hasn't been the same guy. I mean, th- th- Rodney Hood's been a bust. Uh, Ojale's been horrible. I mean, you don't have anything. You look at the bench right now; it's not working clearly. Now, is John Horsley gonna go? I believe in my guys. They'll figure it out between now and the playoffs. Or does he go out and get a veteran? Because really, to be honest, I mean, you're in the playoffs, you're talking about what? Eight-man rotation? Seven, eight guys? All he really needs, go find him a sixth man. I'm not sure how, but go find you a sixth man to come off the bench and score for you, be that Jamal Crawford-type player, and, you know, life will be better. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 